love me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. No show. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They will also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with your host, Mace. What up? <laughs> Look at my nigga, my nigga Myrtle back in the building. Look at yeah. How you doing, man? It's been, been a long time, man. Very long time. Yeah, how you doing, man? You all right? Yeah, man. How was your trip, trip, man? How was the tour? It was good. It was good. People, my boy, he's still out in Brisbane. Okay. Who, Chi? Chi Chi's still out in Brisbane. We said that might be his calling. That's where his fan base may be at. Yeah, he said he's Chi Chi Aussie on now. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Whatever works for you. Aussie Chi. Yeah, I was telling Chi, I said, look, uh, Pitbull and Flo Riders and Flo Rider was rappers, rappers. Yeah, and then they figured out what worked for them, and I ain't see them spit a rhyme, rhyme since. I ain't see Pitbull <laughs> spit a rhyme, and I don't know how long he was battling niggas at one point. That nigga Pitbull figured out was battling. Pitbull was battling niggas. That's like probably Pitbull, where he got the name Pitbull from. Yeah, Pitbull was in the Bronx under the train rapping, rapping. <laughs> Niggas say, oh, la, le, 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 le. Super Bowl book, niggas. Niggas ain't look back. Sometimes you got to figure out where your market is at, man. Yeah. So shout to Chi, man. If if that works for you, go where that money at. What they what they call their money out there? Um, I don't even know. But he, when I left there, he was counting a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. You got yours in America, though. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the exchange rate. I don't go with the exchange rate. All right, well, good man. I'm happy you back. We missed you, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, like, man. Hello. Everybody was in. The, every all the fans was like, you know, they were sick of the zooms and shit. So they, it's good <laughs> to have you back in the studio, man. Yeah, man. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna start with Joel Embiid. He dropped 70 points in a 133 to 123 win against the Spurs. This was his first game against Wemby, and he set a franchise record. How did you guys feel about Embiid's performance? Which part was a franchise record? The most points scored. So he beat Wilt, Cham- Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, didn't Wilt have what? Like 60 or 60. 50, something like that. And then Wilt like had 100 that. on another team, but not yeah. in Philly. Yeah. But uh, this goes to let us know that what he did last time was not a fluke. When he did that on um, pause, when he did that to Jokic. Remember, we was like, not we, but me. I was like... Yeah, but I wouldn't make too much of this. Yeah. Nigga hurt us. Yeah. I, I'm telling you now, everybody's listening. I'm telling you that Nigga right this second. Yeah, every, Let's see if it is what it is. Yeah, I'm telling you, every, everybody's listening too. And not only that, you know, I was talking to church about the shit too. It's a lot, a lot of that shit, Shaq is, you know, infuriating certain big men. I know what, what I noticed about Shaq? Yeah. He respects a lot of the players before him, the Bill Russells, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, the Will Chamberlain's. Yeah. If you're a center after him, he has no respect for nobody who comes after him. He's always dissing a center that came after he played. It doesn't matter who it is. It don't matter. Joker? He, he said Joker's all right, but he ain't giving niggas he no props. He said Joker's all right? He said Joel Embiid ain't shit. Like, <laughs> you know, basically saying they can't fuck with me. 
And me and Church was just talking about him when we was coming in. And it's like, Shaq, that kid is nice, bro. Yeah. And Shaq, my nigga, Shaq, my guy. But that kid means business. And look, me and Mace, I don't know if Mace switched this shit up at the end. But I know me personally, yeah. at the beginning of this season, when we was picking our top 10 players, I didn't put Embiid in my list because I said, it's almost like the Cowboys. What are you going to do? When the playoffs start, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But God damn, you know, uh, yeah. he's having a spectacular season. He's back in the Honestly, right now, he's my lead for MVP. You know what I'm saying? If I had to make a vote right now, he's damn, my lead. Boss, that fast? Come on, man. Mate, are we halfway through the season? We, we, right. you know, you've been going. Yeah. You're in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be February. <laughs> it's halfway through the season, my nigga. So I'm saying, like, if I had to vote, of course, of course, of course we have plenty of time left. But I'm just saying, if I had to vote today, I'm going with him. And, and Joker, look, you know what, Joker... When it comes to the Joker, it's like almost like we're not giving him the credit we deserve because he goes out and gets 29, 19, and 11 assists. And we're like, oh, what's new? <laughs> you know, that's but what he 70 and 18 he, is crazy. It's crazy. And, it's like he did everything to Wimby, but give him a wedgie on the court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 70 and 18 is nuts. Yeah. And, that, and that's another point. That you're trying to prove when you're saying, when you're saying, oh, you're the new kid in town. Remember, remember, uh, <laughs> <Only> 70. <laughs> yeah, no, remember we talked about it on one show. This when you was in studio before you left. We talked about it because I forget who the other player was, but Joel and B said, Wimby got to figure out if he want to be me or if he want to be somebody <laughs> Kevin else. Kevin Durant. Kevin, was it Kevin Durant? Yeah. Yeah, right. And we was like, we, we was like, Wimby might be like, I'll drop 50 on you and I'll be myself. Nah, Wim. <laughs> nah, nah, Wim. Joel and B said, chill out. Now, look, I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, Wimby would have had a good game if nigga ain't have 70. The nigga had 33 points, uh, seven rebounds, and he only had what he had, uh, two assists, but. 70, D, I double what you had yeah, if, if you, you got 33. You got 33 and, and, you, and nigga gets 70. He failed the eye test again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this your eye test. Yeah, this is the eye test, man. Um, <laughs> Joel Embiid is out to prove something this year, and then maybe he wants to be a back-to-back -back MVP and tired of hearing people saying that the Joker should have got it. Because to me, looking at the Joker, his, his effort is, I don't want to say lackluster, but he's getting 30 in his sleep, 25. It, it, doesn't, it ain't the tenacity that I seen last year. And to me, my opinion is, my personal opinion is, I know when to turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> I already been through this. I see what I got to do when it's time to do it. Uh, you know, always having a number one seed in the conference you're in counts because you want home court advantage. But the Joker just seems like I could do this in my sleep. Right now, I have Joel Embiid in front runner for MVP. Um, 70 points is nothing to sneeze at. Couple people in the league that still play had it. Damian Lillard had it last year. Um, Donovan Mitchell had it. Uh, Dev Booker had it. But uh, it was just amazing to see. And he did on the new kid on the block. So salute to Joel Embiid. And not only have 70, you get 70 and the win is incredible. Let me ask you this, though. Mm -hmm. I hear you say all of this about the 70. If he has 70 and he gets MVP, but he exits first round, does it matter? It never matters uh, if you don't do a good job. Dirk Nowinski 
got MVP one year. He got kicked, um, boot out the first round. I think that's why they bought in those two awards, uh, the playoff awards on the East Coast. I believe it's the Larry Bird Award, and on the West Coast, it's the Magic Johnson Award. Because now what happens is this: you have the regular season MVP. Now you have the Eastern Conference uh, playoff MVP, the Western Conference playoff MVP, and then the finals MVP because... So what's the Michael Jordan Award? Or maybe one of them is the Michael Jordan Award. I'm, I may be mistaken. Because, right because Adam, you got to chill out. It may be. Don't get me wrong. I just know this. this is for the Eastern Conference playoffs, it's a new award. And for the Western Conference playoffs, it's an award because they're tired of seeing people saying the regular season MVP doesn't do shit sometime in the playoffs and they're still being rewarded. So now they got more MVPs for more uh, categories in the NBA. And then the Michael Jordan Award is just the Kia MVP Award. Oh, okay. So it is the Larry Bird and Magic Johnson Award for... Oh, I could go with that. ...for uh, East Coast... I mean, those are not bad choices. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm just curious, who would be your MVP frontrunner, Mace? Right now... Yeah. Um, who's in first place? I, I normally pick my MVP. You know, in title town, we pick our MVPs from the first place team. Who's in first place? Well, the place? latter right now, Embiid's first, then Jokic is second, and SGA is third. No, I mean, no, but who's in first team, place? So team. The teams. Oh, team. Yeah, first we place go with right that. Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota, and Boston. Minnesota, so then. Um, Anthony Edwards would be the MVP. I was just about to say, me and Tito was actually talking about that as well. Um, we got to we gotta stop ignoring Shea in these MVP conversations, man. I didn't know he was in third, but I was just going to yeah. bring that up. We need to start bringing him up in these MVP conversations, yeah, too. Yeah, he's definitely in that conversation. Right. And it's actually interesting that he you— He would be second to me. He'd be second? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say it's interesting that you also bring up Anthony Edwards because he's not even— in any of the ranks. And then it's like Giannis, Luca, Jason Tatum, Sabonis, AD, Halliburton, Quiet. Yeah, that's why they need new experts. <laughs> this is exactly why. That's my why. point. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm to, to the NBA and NFL like the same thing Uzi is to hip-hop. You know, like when this new version of hip-hop came in and they said these niggas got to accept something new, y'all don't know everything. That's what I am to them. So do the dance. <laughs> that's like what I was thinking of. <laughs> like, that ain't the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, right? thinking yeah, 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 do you get the yeah, shoulder? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Nigga, a lot of people don't know Mace could dance, man. Like, Mace could really dance. Like, it, when we went to the party we was young, there used to be a circle around and Mace was in the middle. <laughs> Doing the dance. People don't notice that Mace really knows how to dance, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a good point. That's a good point, yeah. though, that nobody on the first place team, and at least in the Western Conference, is, is even in the conversation. Right. Interesting point. Okay. Especially because I don't think I ever remember Minnesota being first place. Which you mean out throughout in, the years? In hit in NBA history. I don't think they've ever been number one. So there's no way that they get to be number one and you don't crown somebody on that team or something. 
Good point. Fair point. Okay. So a lot of big men had great games on Monday night. Carl Anthony Towns dropped 62 points. The Bucks beat the Pistons 122 to 133. And Giannis had a triple double. Do you think the league is guard driven or do you think the big men are starting to take over? What are you guys' thoughts? Mm, that's a great conversation. I, I, I think it's slowly shifting back to big men dominating the game, especially when you get to the playoffs and nobody could beat Denver. Shifting back to the big man. It was it was always stated that in order to win a championship, you need a great big man and you need great wing play. Somebody on the wing got to show up. But God and a big man has always been that tangent, whether it was Kareem and Magic, whether it was um even if you say Jordan and um Scotty. Yep, or Horace Grant. Somebody in the front court got to show up because rebounds is really what end up winning the championship. Defense and rebounds. Uh, Dennis so, Rodman, too. Three yep, of them. Dennis Rodman. Or when it was um, Lamp and, um, and, and Isaiah or... John Sally. Yeah, John Sally. Rick it, Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. Adrian Dantley. Mark McGuire. Um, yeah, McGuire. Mm -hmm. it, it's always been like that. And this is why the Knicks never won. I mean, they were when we were living because they couldn't get the guards. I'm still living. <laughs> when we were living in New York. Oh, yeah. oh, right. <laughs> like, let's clear that up. <laughs> no, yeah, let's. <laughs> yeah, Australia jet lag. I got the OJ blueberry juice. Yeah. <laughs> Knicks had some good big men. They had Oakley, they had Mason, they had Ewing. Yeah. They just couldn't get the but fucking that's what job I'm saying. done. They never showed up at the same time. Remember when when Starks caught on fire, then Charles Smith and them missed the layups. Yeah, Charles Ewing Smith. missed the finger roll, remember? Yeah, that was a terrible time in New York. <laughs> terrible time. What I'll say about this is this, that what's going on to me is that now the big men are playing like guards. That's what it is. It's not traditional big man. Yeah. You know, it isn't get on the box, throw them Akeem the ball, throw Patrick Ewan the ball. Even, yeah. even though Barkley wasn't, he could bring the ball up and all that. It's not Carl Malone on the box. These are every big man we named to had a good night outside of outside of Greek Freak could shoot the three. Yeah. If they're open and he'll and he'll shoot it. And he'll and, shoot. Yeah. He's not saying he'll always make it, but he'll shoot it. Do and and they're bringing the ball up. You know, it was a big thing if Shaq brought the ball up. Yeah. Oh shit! Look at Shaq bringing the ball up. Oh yeah. shit! Look at Patrick Ewing bringing the ball up. Everybody we named could bring the ball up the court. So I'm not going to say that it's going back to being big men, or it may be, but it's big men in this era playing like guards. So now, uh, if you got a big man that pops out, pours to the corner for three, uh, you like. Before you be like, leave that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta let him shoot it. Now, it's crazy. It's like when we was talking before, a few months, maybe a couple months ago, when we would come down to fast break, everybody, be, if, if you got the ball in the middle, everybody's it, it's co converted to the, the basket. basket. Now, they're going to the corners to shoot a three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, the game's changing, and I think that the big men are figuring out you're valuable if you can shoot an open jump shot or even a three-pointer. Not only that, making free throws. Everybody outside of Giannis is a decent three uh, free throw shooter. So 
I just think that the big man is changing. I don't know if it's going to go back yeah. to being a big man league, but the big men are, have guard qualities these days, my opinion. I think in the NBA, they got to get back. I miss the NBA where anything past the key, you don't miss. You remember people used to pass the ball around? You know, if he got it there, yeah. it's a basket because they're pros. Right. Well, moving along, there's a lot of beef going around, y'all. So we got to talk about it. So in response to Udonis Haslam getting his jersey retired, Stephen Jackson said, Felt like all the real ones got their jersey retired, being solid, still in style. Then he said it was earned, not given. Paul Pierce replied and said, this one's given, bro. (laughs) 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 Great Paul Pierce answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said on the post. It was like a celebratory post. So then Yadonis responded. My first reaction was to choose violence, but I'm going to spare you because I know you ain't like that. So what's your opinion on the exchanges? I agree with both of them. (laughs) It's like, damn, nigga don't want to give their opinion and want to fight. They can't can't even give their opinion. Niggas want to fight. I'll say this about the whole situation. Like you said, on Mason's side, I feel both ways. This is what I'll say. I agree with Paul Pierce to a certain extent. If it's 100% basketball, I agree with Paul Pierce. But the dedication, never getting, going to another, he's never played for another team. Two years, he probably should have been retired, stayed on kind of as a player coach to help them get groomed the next generation of Miami Heat. And he's been there from beginning to end. And he probably helped out Eric Spolstra, Pat Riley, and the uh, ownership to an uh, extent that no other Miami Heat player has ever done. So I'm not mad at them retiring his jersey because of what he meant to that organization. The stats may not say retire his jersey basketball-wise, but what he meant to the organization means, means a lot. He's been there from beginning to end, never got traded, yeah, right. never even talked about speculation. You can see his passion to where he even wanted to fight his own players sometime. Yeah. Uh, because they weren't doing the right thing. And I think because of that, I'm not mad at them retiring their jersey. Yeah, His when jersey. you think of UD, he's been there through every, like you said, through every transition. He was there with Wade, there with Birdman, there right. with right. even this team now. So the the intangibles that he probably have shared throughout that locker room is the reason for the pedigree, the reason for some of the championships and and... So I could see all of that being the case that they need to give him a job in the front office then. Yeah, I believe they he definitely got to give him a job in the front office. Yeah. And to Paul's credit, if we was talking about anybody else that average seven and six, they would they would they wouldn't have their jersey retired. There's niggas who average 15 that didn't get their jersey retired. So right. as a basketball purist, they're counting on me to tell this. I love UD, you know, he's He's a f- fellow Floridian. 
But I, according what, to stats, he didn't. When you say a purist, I'm trying to figure out what you said different than I said. I'm just trying to figure out what, 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 <laughs> what did you say differently than I said. I'm not, I don't really understand what you said. <laughs> I thought we said the same thing. Now you're a purist. What did, what, what did you say? Let me share different? with you. Yeah. Nick, yeah. give me a solo so he can understand <laughs> what it means to be a purist. Okay. Now, see, me and Cam, we have the same basketball intelligence. Like, my basketball IQ may be slightly higher than his. His athleticism is higher than mine's. But I could go for that. Yeah, okay. So when it comes to purist, though, it means not only do I have the information, my information is not slighted, it's not changed, it's not altered because of any any hangouts, any halftime shows, <laughs> you know, the parties. <laughs> Nobody gave me a dip set chain, you know? <laughs> so the things, that, the things that I'm saying, they come from a pure place. I, I dig it. All I was trying to figure out is what did you say differently from me? I said that if it's based on his basketball averages, yeah. I wouldn't understand him getting, I understand Paul Pierce's point, but because he made it <laughs> such a, he's such an asset to the organization, I dig it. You say it in this so elegant, <laughs> in the purest form, I guess. It's the same thing Stephen A. did to me. He said something I said, uh, but because he's been doing it all these years, it's okay. like, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so you now know? he's doing it to me, poor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, it, tri it trickles down. I get it. My bad. I was just trying to figure out where, where the disagreement was at. Shout out to UD, though, man. Uh, salute yeah, on the retirement, man. That's not, that's not a small accomplishment, man. Yeah, and just to add, so obviously, like, he was with the Heat for 20 years. Years, and he's one of three players who has spent that much time with the team yeah. and joining Dirk and Kobe Bryant. He was captain for 16 years. And right now he he is vice president of basketball development. But I mean, looking at his stats, people are saying, well, his career, he averaged seven and a half points and 6.6 .6 rebounds, never made an all-star team and then never made a triple double. But, but guys, it matters to Miami. Yeah, yeah it matters to Miami because like I think Yadonis definitely embodies heat culture and yeah. he has that sense of respect that it's like when you see him, especially playing for Miami, like that respect is there. But I also think, I mean, Paul Pierce is going to say say he wants to say regardless. I think it was like the timing of what he said because it was celebratory. And he was like, man, th that's, you know, it was given, not earned. So I, I definitely see the exchange. But hey, I, mean, I, I like that there's a beef. If we, I like we gotta that stop a getting upset like with that. niggas for telling the truth. <laughs> That's what I'm though. saying. Yeah, like, yeah. This society is yeah. getting crazy Just, on when somebody tell the truth. Right. Like, bro, what he said was not far fetched. Though. That's why I read As both a sides. Basketball player. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, he, yeah, because it kind of was given a little bit. <laughs> but that's but, what the kids yeah, say. Yeah, it's no, given. It, it was given, but I understand. Because, <laughs> because look, you know, look, we went to that Miami Pro League. UD was there, like, single-handedly coaching Bam only from the sideline. Like, trying to get Bam. Remember we went? Yeah. And he was there coaching Bam. He wasn't coaching the team. He was in the crowd coaching Bam to get ready better for next season with the Heat. Like, he's taking his, this Heat shit even in the summertime trying to get other players better that play for the Heat. They, they retired who number? Chalmers, right? Yeah. Chalmers. Yeah, they retired Chalmers. I meant you're talking about which jersey numbers they yeah. retired. I know Bosch. Oh, oh I saw Chalmers holding a jersey. 
Um, who else was it? Um, <laughs> Tim Hardaway. What was that for? Charmers, but not. They man. were just there for. Don't start fucking up. Pat. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Charmers he was ready too. For that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forget him. Nah, they just yeah. triggering him. He's DMing me. That's what, he's my nigga, but he know, he know, you know. You know, Thomas hit me because when Gillian Jamal Crawford was talking about playing, he talked about we could be the undercard. You got to get your stuff. If you're willing to take a 95-5% split, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And you're my man, but you bring no validity to this. You know, you, you got you to gotta bring something to the table outside of saying you won a championship with LeBron James, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. Yeah, Norris won a championship. Yeah, but the thing about it, have you heard about him since? That's what I'm saying. And no disrespect, but we just haven't heard about you since the championships. You play for the Sussex Gators. Whatever that's at. Did you think Norris was better than him? No. I, I like Chalmers. I think Chalmers, and, and no, of course we're kidding, but not really. But I think Chalmers was an important part of their championship. I think Norris was was decent, but I, I'd like Chalmers better than Norris a little better. We haven't heard about him either since. You know, what happens when you play LeBron James and then you're not that good, you just disappear. Eric Snow, all them niggas, niggas just disappear. No, that was um, not Eric Snow. Um, Booby, what was his name? Boo. Boo. Yeah, that nigga. Eric Snow <laughs> is with Ivis, and I apologize to nigga Boo. I, you know, you play with this nigga, and you just, when you don't. Jumpert. Yeah, yeah, niggas just disappeared. That's what I was thinking. Shepard, my man, he had a decent shit with the Knicks, though. This shit was decent. And Shepard is on the shot. That was so, before he went to the um, to LeBron's team, though. Yeah, yeah, but you know, to stay loopy, he on yeah, the shot. He got him Harlem girlfriend, or they broke up. But, you know, some niggas be like, it ain't over for me. Some niggas just disappear. Yeah, you're so, right. Niggas and just shout going. out to Shumper for real. He does his thing. Yeah. 2024, the year of the truth. And then just to add, um, Udonis said that if he saw Paul Pierce or Kevin Garnett at a grocery store, it's on site. So I don't know. They definitely got to talk it out. Yeah, we get for real, man. Stop that. And then we wonder why people don't tell the truth. People got to be able to tell the truth. It's just like art is, subje- is subjective. Athleticism is subjective. If I go out there and shoot horrible, they have the right to say, yo, you stink. You you got to work on your game. If you put out a bad tape or a bad album, they got the right to tell you, yo, this, I don't know what that last thing was you did, but it's garbage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And it, it would be better if people can tell people the truth. I think that's why we were better, because we had people to tell us. We didn't have no internet. Yo, listen, what you call it drop on this same day? You sure that's the verse you want to go with? Right. That's what they was doing to me in the studio, killer like this. Yeah. D-Dot would go, yo, Mace, you Busta Rhyme and Jay-Z are dropping on the same day. Is that the verse you're going with? Let me know. <laughs> yeah. And just, <laughs> just go like this. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'm coming out the booth. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that was it. Yeah. Nobody had to tell you nothing else. Yeah. And you know you better go, you better dig, yeah. you better dig deep, nigga. Yeah. Pause that. Pause. That was, that that was, was crazy. crazy. That was that crazy. Was crazy. You just got back, so I'll yeah. let it slide. Pause. But at the end of the day, that's a great point because that's your man telling you, 
<laughs> I wouldn't go with that. <laughs> without, go. without telling you that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, this is, and listen, when Mason's to the era he's talking about, it was a dangerous time. Yeah. Like, and I know people see Buster Rom now, but, and his show is still amazing and crazy, but Buster was at the top of the yeah. charts. Janet Jackson on type of shit. Like, Buster yeah. albums yeah, is crazy. Had, yeah, Janet Jackson out and, and, if you really want to party with me, he yeah. was out. And niggas yeah. like, yo, so what you want to do? Because um, his record is out now. You want me to play it again for you? <laughs> like, nah, I'm coming out the bull. Yeah, exactly. But I totally agree, man. Like, you can't tell UD how to be UD, but at the end of the day, if you want to be the... I don't even think Paul Pierce said nothing too bad. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, said it was given. That they'll beat niggas up. And then Kevin Garnett, too? You want to fight my nigga? Because that's his man? You want to fight him, too? Damn, that's fucked up. Man. That's fucked up. Yeah, crazy exchange. Yeah. Okay. A reporter asked Katie why he isn't widely involved in the GOAT conversation. His response was, because I went to the Warriors, why shouldn't I be in that? That's the question you should ask. Why not? What haven't I done? So that's my question for you guys. What hasn't he done and what mm. do you think? Well, you really can't ask me because I'm I'm a Kevin um, Durant fan. Um, when it comes to GOAT, I think people need to specify what do they mean. Do they mean accomplishment? Are they talking skill set? Because there's a lot of things that he does that we've never seen done before him. But, you know, when it comes down to that GOAT, when I, I wouldn't hold him in that same space as Jordan, but I don't hold, I don't even hold LeBron there. Like somebody brought it to my attention. I think it was the great Iverson that brought it up that Kobe should be number two. So I'm, I'm really revisiting that conversation and saying, bro, if Kobe being Brian was here right now, people would not have Kobe on ESPN talking about he's not number two. So that's what I really had to think about. And when I think of that, it's a certain thing that comes with being a goat. A goat is not a sheep. And and that's something he got to really look at his actions and look at his ways and his mannerisms and ask himself, do you really want to be a goat? Because a goat got to take it on himself to make the team better and make sure they win. It's not about Bill. It's not about... Booker, it's about if I'm on the floor, we're going to win. I'm that's a great assessment. I'm gonna sit here and be straight up and down. Yes, it's because you went to Golden State. They're not they're yeah. gonna hold you accountable for that Bad for the rest of your career, no matter what. Katie know you, my man. I'm just saying when you're not in them conversations, this is what people are gonna hold you accountable for. You That's was true, up. killer. Because yeah. I do the same thing to LeBron. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I'm not from Ohio. So for me, it's the same thing. It's like, bro, you went and joined them. Like if, <laughs> if Magic would have joined Jordan, mm-hmm. how many chips would Jordan have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if Bird said this season, yeah. instead of retiring, I'm right. going to Chicago. Right. Pippin, Jordan, and Bird. Right. And, instead of Kuko. Right. See, the, what I feel is that I never, I didn't have this conversation with anybody, KD, LeBron, anybody, but I feel how they feel is almost like the civil right action. 
<laughs> I want to hear this. Yeah. Y'all paved the way for us to do what we want to do. Because <laughs> look, think about that. You couldn't just get up and leave when you wanted to leave. Niggas was locked in. Niggas signed Magic Johnson to a 25-year contract. For 20 million. 25-year contract? Yo, come on, murder. That's wild, B. A 25-year a contract. Yeah, a bad boy it's, it's, contract. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, now, so now players is like, the reason I say so right, because niggas is like, well, thank you guys for making this say I could be here for five years, and if I don't like it here, I could go where I want to go. Look, we had we had Lenny Cook on the show, one of our first guests ever, and we was having the Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate, and it, and we was going back and forth so much, so much with the nigga. We didn't even pay. I paid attention, but we just he's just you know Lenny was lying about his age and all type of shit. Lenny, Lenny in the same class as LeBron and three, four years older than LeBron. <laughs> shit was crazy. But the whole shit is, and shout out to Lenny, that's my nigga. The whole shit is that what he said was this. We was like Michael Jordan won with the same team. And he said, yeah, and LeBron had to go to three teams and did it. Yeah, nigga, like, that was a, to Lenny, that was like harder pause than staying with the same team. And that's how some people may look at it, but I don't look at it like that. Because <laughs> no. to me, LeBron is the best player GM there is, and coach sometimes for that matter. And you can't get mad at him for leveraging his power. So when I say the civil rights movement, I'm sitting there saying that, look, Michael Jordan had to play year to year to get the money that he wanted to get. Uh, I, I can't say and tell you what a Charles Barkley contract was off the top of my head or Patrick Ewan or whatever, but I know you wasn't able to skip around like these niggas are skipping around and going from team to team now. So I think they look at it like, yo, stop telling me y'all play for the same, even though I think it's harder to stay for the same team the whole time. Uh, they may have the attitude like, yo, if y'all want to stay in that turmoil your whole career and not flourish, that's on you. Now, back to why Kevin Durant to some people are considered the GOAT, because they're always going to bring up, look, he was up 3-1 to one against Golden State the prior year and OKC. They ended up losing 4-3 to three after a 3-1 to one lead. Then you go to the team that just won 72 games or 73 games after the best record in the NBA. But I get what Kevin Durant is saying that, look, you know, your next thing is you won't say I'm a champion, even though some people say it's an asterisk next to the championship because you went to the best team and it was a foregone conclusion. But I get what he said too. You're not going to set me with Charles Barkley or Reggie Miller or Carl Malone or John Stockton or Patrick Ewan or Charles Barkley or all these players that never won a championship that y'all said is so great. I'm going to go get these two championships out the way and then I'm going to go try and rebuild the Nets franchise. It didn't work out with the Nets. There was too many injuries and so on and so forth. But they're always going to hold that against him when it comes to the GOAT conversation. Yeah, and I would say that that's part of, that. that's exactly it. Because to be a GOAT like one of my GOATs is Kobe Bryant. You take Shaq off this team and I will get one on my own. I'll get two actually on my own. And I think that's the part that that got a click on his mind. They went and got Paul Gasol, a few other niggas, Lamar Odom. Let's get another one. Yeah. Now, don't get it fucked up. That was Kobe Bryant's team, but yeah. 
Ponga Saul was a monster at yeah. that time too. Andrew Bynum. Yeah, that's well. what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. if he does it now with Booker and yeah. them, yeah. it counts. But, but Kobe also didn't leave. Yeah. Y'all figure out who needs to get here. Yeah, y'all come where yeah. y'all come where I am. Right. Pause. Mm-hmm. So I think that's gonna be held against them, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. J.J. Reddick says traditional point guards are a dying breed. He said the primary ball handlers are big wings. This old notion of like we need a smaller guard to bring the ball up isn't a thing. He also says Chris Paul is the last guy. So do you guys think point guards are a dying breed? Um, <sighs> yeah, as we know it in a sense, because is the hybrid guard. It's the... um. It's the combo guard. They call it the combo guard. Point where, forward. Yeah, point guard, forward. Yeah, two guard that yeah. could play point. Yeah. Two guard in a point guard's body. But mm. it's really the mindset. Right. Um, who else was there with? It's somebody else that, that I'm thinking about. But Chris Paul might be the last one. Might be. Last good one. I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Shea. No KC. Yeah, Shea is a yeah, point yeah, guard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, if, if, and he's not athletic, crazy. He's no, he's yeah, not he John just, Morant. He's not Russell Westbrook. You know, he could, he could get up and dunk the ball, but he ain't flying through the air. He gets, if you, he has a really basic game, but he's more of a scoring point guard as well. But outside of Shea, I like Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson, uh, who he put on his ass? The, the Joker. He put the Joker on his ass last night. <laughs> Shook him up. Um, you know, off the top of my head, I didn't really do any homework on this. Just thinking of regular point guards. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I, I, he's a point guard, but he's just so spectacular that you may say that yeah. he's not a point guard, but... Kyrie He's Irving like is Isaiah good. was. Uh, yeah. I, so, you you know, you got Brunson, you got Kyrie Irving, you got Shea um, going from team to team. Devin Booker is one of them hybrids that you were just talking mm-hmm. about. You know what I'm saying? So is Bradley Bill. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. How He's did like, uh, how did he forget um, Kyrie, though? Right. Exactly. Kyrie is, is ex- pretty much exactly like Isaiah Thomas was. Right. The boogie get baskets. Mm-hmm. Score with each hand. Right. Tenacity. Yep. Floor's sight. Trey Young. We got Trey Young in Atlanta, point guard. Yeah. You can't play any other position outside of point guard. I mean, you can throw him into two. It's still something. Yeah, he's more like a Iverson, just shoot. Yeah, Steph Curry vibes. Yeah. That's why I didn't even put Steph in the conversation because I don't think Steph is traditional. I think Trey brings the ball out way more than Steph. Steph gets... When they bring the ball up, stuff just runs up the court and starts <laughs> running around. So he's definitely not traditional. Damian Lillard, uh, I consider him a point guard as well. Yeah. Um, it's still some lingering around now. Is this a dying breed? Maybe so, but it's still some left going on right now, in my opinion. Okay, and then one more topic before we go to break. It's rumored the Atlanta Hawks want to find a third team to take on D'Angelo Russell in order to complete a DeJounte Murray trade with the Lakers. Would it be a good decision for the Lakers to trade D'Angelo Russell? Absolutely. They got to do something. Absolutely. I think um I think they would be better with with um Terry Rozier. Actually, 
Cause I like I like um Austin at the two more than than the one because when he's at the one he can score he can score but they will be better with him at the two. They're like the the everything will flow better because if you got Rozier now you got two guys that could really score from the perimeter on every level. Now now LeBron can. He got more options, and people can't double team him. They can't do all of that stuff. Um, Russell kind of slows up the offense a little bit, and and I, if he went to Atlanta, it would be horrible. I think that would be horrible for Atlanta. So the team they probably need to get involved is um, Charlotte. Is Rogier Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and the guy that got in trouble, Miles Bridges, he would be he would be great for that trade. He need a new place. Atlanta is far is not that far from Charlotte. You won't have to buy a new house. He'll be close by. Him in Atlanta would be crazy. Him and him and um Trey mm-hmm. would be crazy in the backcourt. I don't know what team need to be involved, but the Lakers gotta do something. I I just <laughs> went to the game, man. Yo, them niggas lost. They was up and lost by, I believe, 17, 18 points to the Nets the other day. And, and to every, the Nets? Remember, I told y'all, see, yeah, you to the, the Nets? Yeah, yeah, bro. No. Shout Dennis, out to Dennis Scott Jr. Dennis Smith. Smith. Dennis yeah, Smith. Yeah. He, he was there. They came yeah. showed love after the game. They, all the Nets niggas came over and showed love. <laughs> Shout out to the Nets. And no disrespect yeah. to the Nets because y'all know I, I fuck with y'all niggas. But on paper, I'm just saying. The Lakers may, may said this before. It's no rebuilding season ever with the Lakers, and especially when you just you just resigned Anthony Davis. He played. It wasn't like he wasn't playing. LeBron was playing. The whole team. D'Angelo Russell was playing. For them to lose with everybody playing, Austin Reeves, everybody played and they lost. And I sat there and watched it. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, you know, when I'm walking out. Um, I don't know exactly the team doctors for the Lakers are talking to me. Yeah. And I don't want to say that. I don't want nobody under the bus. <laughs> but it was some other people from the Lakers, just so we clear. Yeah. And when we're walking out, they're coming up to me like, Ken, what do you think we need to do? Word of blood. I'm like, that's a great question because looking at your team, it looks like everything's in place. You got Austin Reeves just got the deal. LeBron still looks spectacular. AD had a decent game. Yeah. Uh, D'Angelo Russell didn't really have that great of a game. Other key players, I mean, you know, um, what's I don't know the word I'm looking for right now. The 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 fillings that ain't the word. But you know uh, what they're <laughs> missing? They're missing a they're missing a stretch pause three. They're missing mm-hmm. somebody who can flat out shoot the ball. Because when when everything, when LeBron is going, when AD is going, every role, championship. Role players. Sorry about that. I was yeah. thinking role players. They need somebody who sits right in the corner. They need a Corver. They need a um um a James Jones. They need. Dale Ellis. Dale Ellis. Reggie Miller. <laughs> yeah, Reggie Miller. They need one of those people that just shoot the three and that's all they do is run off picks and shoot threes. Mm-hmm. Every time LeBron has won, he had that. He had, whether it was J.R. Smith, whether it was... Um, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Or what's... 
Kevin Love. Right. Every time he's won, there's a there's a formula that he had around him. They're missing a person that could shoot threes. Well, yeah, when they when he were with the Lakers. Um they they they're missing that that player like Pope. Mm-hmm. Has said out there, believe it or not, Pope came alive. Caldwell Pope. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. Um I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if Getting uh, Murray's the answer. I don't know if Rozier's the answer. I'm, I'm more like what you said about getting a shooter. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I, it looked real. It was it was no excuse today. I went and it was the Nets. And like I said, no disrespect to the Nets, but because because what they happens? At home. Yeah, because what happens if you're a guard and you got you got boogie or whatever you could do? The type of player that LeBron is, the ball is out of your hands. So you don't get to do any of that. So the best suit for LeBron would be a shooter. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to, Rogier is not going to be able to do all of that like LeBron is going to be sitting there waiting for the ball. No, LeBron is going to be bringing the ball up. And, or LeBron going to have to change his game to fit one of those kind of guards. Rogier ain't that, ain't no Kyle Corver, though. Yeah. He ain't no Kyle Corver. I, I, I kind of agree with you when, they need a pure shooter. Shooter, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to say, D'Angelo Russell hasn't even been playing bad because in the past three games, like, okay, the last one, he had 34 points, eight assists, one rebound, 20 points, seven assists, one rebound, 29 points, three assists, four rebounds. The thing is, the Lakers aren't going to give up Austin Reeves. They made that clear. They're definitely not going to give up AD, and they're most definitely not going to give up LeBron. So I think at that point, anybody's game to go because they got to, they got to start changing things up. Well, like, well who do you want so. besides that? Right. Well, <laughs> that too. But it's like, but if you don't break up that core too, which I know they're not going to do, and we keep seeing the same thing happen, then there's not really going to be much change. So, like, I don't know if they would ever really think about changing the other three, but like. I doubt it. I don't think they get rid of, <clears throat> pardon me, get rid of them players either, but. I mean, God damn, you might as well just give up everything else and play with six. <laughs> Almost. Choices. Okay. We're going to go to break. And when we return, we will talk RG3's beef with his former head coach. Don't go anywhere. She called this thing about toxic. Four years and counting. Got you feeling like an option. Maybe I'm my own problem, babe. She's tired of hearing, I don't know. My stubborn in me won't fall, oh, oh. Dealing with this thing called trust. But she really thinking about she want to be free. Welcome back. Let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight, the Lakers will play the Clippers. Kawhi is at 24 and a half points. Do you have them higher or lower? Lakers play the Clippers? Yes. 24? Higher. Yes, Higher. Let's go. Okay. Paul George is at five. The GOAT. First. The GOAT. The GOAT. Put some respect on the GOAT's name. Well, he's at five first quarter points. Do you have him higher or lower, Camp? Higher. Anything pause with the GOAT, I got to go higher. Okay. Mark Jackson, when you wasn't here, said news just saying Paul George isn't the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mark might be hating on the goat. <laughs> Old niggas hating on the young niggas. Niggas said no. Nah, let me stop. Shout out said. to Mark. Let me take that. <laughs> okay, and Anthony Davis is at 44 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? 44 what? 44 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. No. Lower. Lower. Let me send an assist. 44 points. Points, rebounds, and assists. All combined. Lower. <laughs> okay. Download the Underdog Fantasy app and <laughs> you can make your picks too. Okay. RG3 is beefing with his former NFL head coach, Jay Gruden, after a tweet that didn't sit well with him. So he had tweeted, if I ever put a QB through what Philly is putting Jalen Hurts through, I apologize. Pick up a blitz. RG3 obviously didn't like that. A feud picked up between the two. And in a since-deleted tweet, the head coach tweeted, you weren't good enough. Kirk Cousins was better. Cleveland didn't want you. Baltimore didn't either. Quit blaming me. What's your take on him saying that and saying that publicly? This is one of those situations again. We just was talking about the truth. Yeah, niggas, niggas have a hard time accepting the truth. And it's decisions that get made that people don't recognize that, bro, who you really are mad at is yourself. You made a decision that got people looking at you the way they're looking at you. But instead of you owning up to it and saying, I put this into people's hands. You remember we grew up, Cam, and, and the coach used to say, today we're not leaving it in the ref's hands. Yeah, I mean, we're going out there. We're going to take this game. We're not going to make it a five versus seven game where we start saying, oh, the refs jerked us. No, pause. I mean, you put it in their hands. Take it out of their hands. And this is what it looks like with RG3. You made decisions honoring your socks over the game, doing things that put the attention elsewhere. And then when you don't turn out and be a great quarterback, you, you're, you're blaming Jay now. I know Jay said he didn't know how to coach his style of player, but this had way more to do with just his his preparation. He wasn't prepared. He wasn't prepared. I do know that much about football. And, and Gruden, look, he made some great points. That's what, you know, I like what Gruden said. Gruden said, well, when you left me, what happened? That's yeah. basically yeah. trying to say. Because if I was the problem, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you and left you us, me, yeah, and you should have yeah, and you should you yeah. should have figured it out. Yeah, once I stopped coaching you, that's why I like what Gruden said. To be totally <laughs> honest with you, what about when you went to the Ravens? What about when you when Kirk Cousins took your spot? Yeah, what about nigga? They they, they niggas wasn't fucking with you. What what hurts RG three is this? What hurts RG three is and it's solely this. He didn't know how to fall or he didn't know how to get hit. And when you watch somebody like Lamar Jackson <laughs> doing what Lamar Jackson does, not nah, that ass because, you know, you watch Lamar Jackson, that kind of was his style of play. He could run fast speed, but when he don't, he don't slide. When it's, when, when it's time to, when, they, when you leave. Yeah, I'm fresh off Australia, so I'm going to pause. I'm going to let all that slide. You're going to let him slide and he don't know how to get hit. 
what's even crazier, you're going to let crazy. all that slide is crazier than well, what I, I said. I did say false. You, you, no, you did not. You just yeah, said, I'm going to let all that slide is crazier than I'm going to let it slide. Hit. All that slide is, I, I don't really know well, what all ahead. that slide yeah, is. Either. I don't know how to get hit. I'll go with that, pause. You said some wild shit earlier. You ain't out your blueberry juice. I was letting you live off the jet lag. We can finish up strong, pause. I'll let you in a day. You said you a day ahead of time. If you want to start now. Don't let me go. That's crazy. Don't let me go because I'm not going to let you go as well. That, that's wild too. That's why. What you mean not going to let me go? That's crazy. Don't let me go because I'm not going to let you go. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, this nigga yeah, fucked up my train of thought. It's just crazy shit. That was local. <laughs> but, but yeah, RG three when he ran pause. Yeah, no, just pause. Everything, pause on the shit, but the nigga would get hit pause. Not like traditional quarterbacks, you know. They slide. They can't hit you pause when you when you slide. Or he'll you want to you don't want to stop. No, I'm saying I said pause seven times. No, I said we paused the whole segment. <laughs> Still laughing. I don't yeah. know. It's so funny. Now. I don't really know what's going on. Anyway, the nigga RG three. Yeah, he he kept getting hurt, and yeah. I know it hurts to watch somebody like Lamar Jackson doing what he does, thinking that that's what your game was before he got to the league. Mm -hmm. Look, you ever see RG three pregame sometime when he's announcing the game and he has on a three piece suit? Yeah, and like in between breaks, he's running a forty yard with a three piece suit on yeah. at full speed. This nigga's like this with a suit on. And I'm like. This so, is not when it counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not when it counts. This is not when it counts. Yeah, and I, and I seen, uh, I seen Stephen A. Smith uh, one time when they was talking about it. Like, look at RG out there running. Stephen A. is like, yo, get back on the field and do it on the field. And other analysts is like, it's a dub for that nigga. <laughs> like, it, he's not getting out there. That man is running full speed in a three-piece suit. I'm not going to say he ran a 4-0 or anything like that, but it was definitely a five-point slant. He still could run, uh, and he was doing it in a suit. So I know it hurts to watch quarterbacks, especially think about it. You got a lot of quarterbacks who's running. I'm not comparing them to any of these quarterbacks. But look, we were talking about it yesterday. Josh Allen led the Bills in rushing yesterday, a uh, day before yesterday. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he he ends up scrambling 20, 30, 40 yards a game. A lot of these quarterbacks are using their feet as opposed to staying in the pocket as a traditional quarterback. And RG3 is like, I was right after Michael Vick with that shit. That was me. And he kept getting hurt and niggas didn't want to take a chance and spend money on you. But um, I understand your pain. I understand the frustration. But John Gruden said, get the fuck out of my face with that fly shit, nigga. You couldn't get it done when I stopped coaching you. So if I got to pick a side, if I'm Judge Judy Paws or Judge Mathis or Judge Cameron, John Gruden won and you lost. You got a job, though, man. You ain't working. You ain't yeah, he was 2-5 and five the seven games he started for Gruden. Yeah. So he shouldn't be... He shouldn't be looking at you like you did a great job. Yeah, but but what Gruden said, what what RG three is saying is, yeah, you put me in that two and five position. So Gruden is like, well, when I when, when you left, what happened? Yeah, what was your record? What was your record when you left me, nigga? Fuck is you talking about? So I don't really know what was the 
initial beef with Jalen Hurts, but I know if we're talking purely on RG3 and Gruden, Gruden got a right to say that because you're not going to keep attacking him. Obviously, for Gruden to come out and say that, this has been going on more than once. He must have been saying things over the years, and Gruden's like, enough's enough. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Okay. Former Raiders player Chandler Jones and Antonio Brown have started some buzz after Jones claimed they will be making a CTE podcast. He also said he doesn't believe CTE is real. And the interviewee that he was exchanging with said that they didn't hear about it back in the day, basically agreeing that CTE isn't real. Wait, 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 wait. Who said that? that Whoever Chandler was Jones it, said it or Antonio no. Brown said it? Chandler Jones was in an interview and he yeah. said that they're making a CTE podcast. And then he told the guy interviewing him that he doesn't even think CTE is real. So Antonio Brown didn't even have part of the exchange. All right. Um, but that's that's going to be behalf. interesting because I... um. Last time I checked, um, Antonio Brown didn't talk about CT. He wouldn't even talk about it. He signed the Angel Tom Management. You should know. <laughs> <laughs> you should have an insight on this. He is signed the ATM. <laughs> so, you should be. You should be letting us know what's going on. Is this a real thing? Like, what's happening with this? Murder? I gotta talk to him because last time I checked, he didn't talk about CT. Yeah. It was a. It was. It was a subject, I wouldn't say it's sensitive, but it wasn't something that he wanted to talk about at the time. Right. Look. Let alone, like, um, to say it doesn't exist is kind of, it's kind of reckless. Mm. It's, it's very, not even kind. I'm, I'm just, as a purist, I, I don't sway left or right. That, that's, that's reckless to say. It's like telling people that, um, that cancer don't exist or, or something else. It's just wild. It's like the things people do to make the news is crazy. Like the guy that the guy that was playing in San Diego, it, his brain was scanned. CT was there. He yeah, ends up, the lob, um, yeah, Junior Seah ended up killing himself. Right, mm -hmm. and lives lives have been claimed through the CT. So it's it's definitely not something to play around. And be like, oh, it ain't real. And what is it? When you say I'll sway left to right, it's kind of wow. Pause. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. we, we paused the whole segment. No, that was last segment we paused. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't pause this segment. And the motion is crazy, too. Your gestures is kind of wild, but <laughs> it was kind of wild, but I don't understand we're you know, on a serious topic, so I'll move on. Um, yeah, I agree with Mesa 100%. And I'm not sitting here saying I have a bunch of knowledge on CT, anything else like that. But look, you have to realize. Do you this. think it's real? They made a movie on it, you know. And listen, let me tell you something about that movie with Will Smith. I I know people who have kids that play football that went and go see that movie because they didn't want to know if it's real or not because that's their way out with their kids to be in the, in the NFL. That movie, net, net sales was terrible. One of the worst gross films Will Smith made as far as money is concerned. Wasn't nominated for an award or anything like that because that's how big football is. They kind of just swept that shit under the rug. And it was a great movie. I watched it. The doctor that he portrayed had knowledge on CTE, did all the homework, all the due diligence, and the NFL and nobody else wanted to talk about it because they're like... Don't fuck this money up. And to the point where, like I said, I'm not going to say the same names, but I know 
parents who went and to go see the movie because they didn't want to be involved because they think their son is going to get them out the hood football-wise. So as far as me That's thinking, crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, yes, it is. That it is nuts. Really is. Pause. Yes, that, it is. That you have sacrificed your child's well-being for the chance to make money. Just telling you. So um, do I believe it's real? Yeah. Do I believe that they will not make a big deal out of it as much as it should be made? I agree with that as well, too. Nobody wants to hear that they can lose their brain on their dream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would be like somebody saying, yo, if you rap, this going to happen to you. Like, right, exactly. What? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when it comes to your dream and what you want to do, and not only your dream, your family's dream, you don't, don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> that's, that's not saying me. I'm just saying that's how yeah. they hear. That's how they may look at that. Well, for those who are watching and don't, because I just realized I never even explained what CTE is. So yes. if you're watching, um, so basically like it's saying, it's like trauma, blunt force trauma that occurs in your head. And it's usually to athletes, especially football players who have been exposed to concussions and repetitive head impacts. Um, and then there was a study done at Boston University where they had a pool of 376 players and 92% of those former NFL players were diagnosed with CTE and didn't know it. What, so, what percentage? 92%. My goodness. Were diagnosed with CTE. 92%. Yeah. And a lot don't know it because people are still trying to figure out exactly and what that's it what, is. And that's what ends up playing out, pause, in the media when people be like, oh, this football player did this or this mm -hmm. person did this. When really his brain has been altered. That's maybe that's why they were saying that they wanted to change the rules growing up with peewee football, pause, and and saying they didn't want them to they wanted it to be flag football until a certain age. Mm -hmm. Because if you've been getting tackled oh, since you was five and six years old, by the time you get nineteen, you already almost there. Right. Well, it's a pretty sad study, but I'm hoping, you know, everybody stays safe. And if you, you know, do take make the opportunity to play in the league or whatever, just, you know, take care of yourself, stay safe, because at the end of the day, safety is important. But that is all the time that we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh,